0: All right, welcome back
1: here, everyone. What's poppin'? you on Sports Radio 1430 The Buzz. Hope you've had a good rest of your afternoon. Coming down the home stretch here, and I thought, you know what? Let's talk a little beer, shall we? Uh, the Red Dirt Craft Beer and Music Festival coming up there at the Broken Arrow Brewing Company in the Rose District, Saturday, June 15th. And I've got Jason Northern and Austin Ferguson in studio with me from the Broken Arrow Brewing Company. Gentlemen, how are you this afternoon? good
2: uh great actually
1: dude you guys first of all let's just start so i i told you off the top that i'm i'm a coita native and still reside there so i'm in the rose district like almost every single weekend it's become my daughter's at summit so i'm through there every single day um i I can't believe what that place has transformed into, you know, from someone that essentially grew up there. My grandparents are from there, spent a number of, uh, a number of years just all around the city of Broken Arrow. Um, It is remarkable to see what that has turned into and kind of the, the destination that is now for a lot of people that find their way out to Broken Arrow now, just to take a part in that vibe. It's pretty,
2: pretty great. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I, this is Austin. Hello. Thanks for having me. Uh, no, I, I, I tell the story all the time. Um, so our other partner, uh, Bud Ferris, is my father-in-law. We came up with this crazy idea that we had to have a brewery in Broken Arrow about eight years ago now. And so we're like, all right, well, we got to find a place to brew. And I was like, well, duh. So we went down to Main Street, and at that time, there was like one or two restaurants, um, maybe a couple stores but a lot of stuff was like either for sale, for rent, and it was before really the the Rose District initiative uh, kind of took off. But I, I tell a story I said all the time, and as a day like today, a little gloomy, um, pretty nice outside. I, I look down the street, and a tumbleweed blows across the street. I'm like, <laughs> "This is this is where we're starting a brewery. Let's do it. Let's let's find it." But. uh yeah, what, what they have done in the city of Broken Arrow and the, the chamber down there is is uh, remarkable. Um, Jason grew up in Broken Arrow and told me stories about how kind of a desolate place Main Street was, and I was like, yeah, uh, I could I, I actually believe you because it, it was pretty rough. But like I said, in the last eight years, it's been uh, amazing to be a part of this growth in the Rose District and really seeing what a, a small city, how they could kind of rise Rise up to the the table, as they say, like to Tulsa, and I think they did a great job.
1: Yeah, and, and Jason, and growing up there, um, I'm I'm sure that there are moments where you find yourself just kind of looking around, saying, "Is this really happening here in in downtown BA?" Because my grandparents are, are, grew up there, and you know, the first thing they said, they had their concerns. They're like, "Wait a minute, you're doing what to downtown BA?" Like, no way, this is this isn't going to work. But then. Once they saw kind of the culture and the number of people that are down there on a on a weeknight, my grandma said, this is this is what we used to do. We would we would leave from out of from out on the outskirts of town and we would just go to downtown on a Friday or Saturday night. And people would just congregate and hang out. That's what we used to do when, when we were growing up in their teens and in their 20s. And she said, this kind of reminds me a little bit of that, what, what, what I grew up with.
3: Yeah, it's, it's been absolutely great. Um, I can confirm the tumbleweed. It was wild. Um, <laughs> you could go down there and get a good steak, but not much. Yeah. Now they're they're opening up laws, opening up different kind of zoning issues, and making sure that anybody that's wanting to come out and enhance the Rose District, they're going to allow it. And they've done a great job with us. Um, we actually helped rewrite some of the zoning, um, worked through some of the law changes, and then, you know, we were kind of looking at creamery as zoning.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, that yeah. was the
3: best thing they had closest to what we were doing. But we got it set up, been through a m-
1: bunch of meetings. Um, then we finally started breaking ground on it. So tell me about your love of beer and where it came where it came from. And when was that first moment when you were like, you know what, I think we can make this happen?
2: Oh, that's a, a loaded question, but uh, kind of different stories for all of us here. But uh, believe it or not, I didn't have my first beer until, well, I mean— I didn't. This, I don't know if this is legal to say, but you know, I was in high school like a lot of people, but yeah. it was very late and I was like, Ugh, not a big fan. <laughs> and then uh uh went to college and I came back home carrying a uh, a pack of a thirty pack of your lightest refreshment. My brother was like uh my older brother Aaron, he goes, I mean try this and it was a, like a Sam Adams, um it was a Boston lager and I was like, Beer could taste like this uh, and two months later I was brewing my first batch. So, uh, since I was, uh, 21 started, started brewing and every batch is kind of, I fell more and more in love with not just beer, but the process of making it. It's, it's not just like a, a cake where you just throw it in there, but pay, you know, I had to pay attention to a lot of stuff, and a lot of science behind it. We're all nerds at the brewery and love science and have science backgrounds, but, um, that's kind of where it started for me. I've been brewing for, you know, 12, over 12 years now. And um, after that, like I said, about eight, nine years ago, my father-in-law and I, Bud, were just like, we should start a brewery. And I was like, sure we should. And, and then a few uh, few years later, um, uh, Jason and I started hanging out again. He's got to teach me to brew beer. So. Caught um, the bug. But, yeah, that, that, that's a, kind of the short, long answer. But, uh, yeah, I just – they're doing something with your hands and knowing how to brew beer and tasting beer from other breweries. You're like, man, they they busted their butt for this. So, um, but yeah, just that search for great beer.
1: We're kind of in a uh, in a beer evolution as well. Not only in this state, but I think in in many places. You know, anywhere you go and you travel now. You know, that's that's one of the first things that I look for. Is it used to be just restaurants? Now it's no. I need to find the local. Uh, microbreweries I, right. I, I need to go and, and, and find what the best of that region has to offer and it's to see it finally hit our state and to hit our city as well Um, that's it's pretty remarkable and there's some some great options that are here but uh, man this is so different than it even was 10 years ago with kind of the growth of, of beer here in the state
2: oh for sure and that's that's where you kind of hear a lot Oklahoma's one of the last like brewing frontiers um you know, we, uh, Jason and I were in San Diego a couple of years ago, and there was over 168 active breweries just in San Diego. And I know they're slated for more this year, but that, that was insane to us. And, you know, people always, you know, ask about like market saturation. And I was like, you know, Broken Arrow has room for another four or five breweries. Tulsa could definitely get more, but that that's what people love they love hyper local is kind of the new things local and hyper local but all these different breweries pop up like they all we all specialize in a different style or genre of beer and have different atmospheres if you go to every brewery in Tulsa and Broken Arrow everywhere around here now it they're going to look different you're going to have a different experience so it's it, it's pretty incredible
1: so let's talk about the building that you guys selected Pretty historic for downtown BA. Uh, it's been everything from the ice plant to the Light and Power Company to I think even a heating and air building. Because um, my mother went to school with the daughter of the owners of that heating and air company there <laughs> for a while. Uh, so what was what kind of went into the decision there to renovate that spot?
2: Well, uh, sorry, Jason, I just keep talking. But uh, um, what's new? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's very true. But uh, so it was. How when did we buy the building? October 2015. 15. Okay. So when I I was telling that story about Bud and I looking for s- spots on Main Street, we we went past this old brick building that, at the time, there wasn't a, a parking lot there and it was just grass and trees growing up around it, and we're like, that is awesome. So, uh, Bud was like, I've wanted this building for so long, and so kind of more and more, we we looked into it. We found out that a PSO, our local power company. Own the building but it was built in 1906 uh, a year before Oklahoma was a state um, by two brothers like a B Hubble and his brother I can't remember his name right now but they started a power company so everywhere I think they said 50 houses everybody had a light bulb so it's pretty cool so from there until 1917 then PSO bought it and they put in a ice house and more power generation and they had an active substation there until, I think, the late 90s. Um, and then just sat vacant. So we were just right spot, right time. I, I made the right phone call. Um, I, you know, met with PSO multiple times in my past job. But, uh, yeah, the lady was like, sure, we're about the bulldoze That We're like, no, because <laughs> kids are breaking in. Yeah. And, you know, but then Broken Arrow built this awesome parking lot right in front of it. And it just, it worked out perfectly, but... But yeah, it took us about two and a half years to bring it up to code. You know, we did most of the work ourselves. And um, if we could go back, we were to try to find more money and not do that. But working full time jobs and then starting a brewery is pretty rough.
0: Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So
1: so you guys essentially then not only brought a new business, but then you saved what is essentially a a landmark in downtown. You know, you saved that building. If it wasn't for your purchase,
2: then that that was no longer going to be there. Absolutely. Yeah, they... And that kind of hit us like halfway into this last year. Like, man, we saved history. But we try to do everything we can to keep it 100% original. Yeah. Um, there's, you know, very few changes we made to it. But uh, we've talked to a lot of people at the uh, the museum in Broken Arrow, and they've given us some great pictures. But uh, we've had so many people stop by and say, "I used to live right there and get ice and cold water from there." Thank you guys for doing this. And that that was a cool part, like getting thanked by people that grew up around there so Jason
1: was there ever a part when you got into this after you bu- after you guys you know had secured the building and you're going through with the renovations and you're like, are we in over our head on this <laughs> I wouldn't say in over the head
3: it was more of
1: a you know maybe we should have spent the
3: bigger bulk of an invoice rather than saying, oh we could probably piece that together <laughs> yeah. um one of those being the brick work uh yeah very a lot of work done the brick um Brickwork, I think, by the time we got done, might have matched that invoice. But yeah. <laughs> we were cutting dimes, cutting pennies, and and spreading out some of the funds. So it was never in over our heads. Uh, I've been doing construction with my dad probably for, I mean, I want to say 20 years because he had me out there when I was 12, 13 years old. So uh, construction was very familiar. My brother helped as well. He was in construction as well. Austin's been in it forever. So we were never scared of having to get it done. It was more of, is this as a cost-effective as it could have been.
1: Does it make it more special, though, knowing that you had your entire family involved in it? Oh, and, yeah. And all the hard work uh, it that makes you guys it, put into it?
3: It makes it much more special. Um, knowing whenever you can turn around and point to stuff and say, well, we did that, and here's why we did it that way and why it looks that way. And most of the time it's to kind of make sure things look older than usual and then be able to tie it all back in and say when a customer goes, man, I didn't even realize that wasn't part of the building. You're yeah. Like, yeah, that was our kind of our, our point in this whole thing was to restore it And then when we
1: add the new things, not be so new that you walk in, you smell fresh sheetrock everywhere. So now that you guys have your feet underneath you and it's up and going, then you decide, you know what we need to do? We need to throw a music festival. So now you guys (laughs) turn into concert promoters as well. Gosh, like you didn't have enough on your plate already. But this is a great idea. And the one thing that I love about Broken Arrow, it seems like every other weekend, there's something that's constantly going on downtown in the Rose District. Whether it's chalk it up like it was this past weekend or variety of different things it used to be just you go to rooster days and that was it that's no longer the case anymore at all so this is a community now that's very familiar with events that are happening downtown um what was the uh kind of the genesis of the idea now for a red dirt festival
3: <laughs> well i'd have to say my genesis from that was um seeing from the past years deborah Wimpy used to do a bunch she's now councilwoman wimpy um so she gets a little busy with things so I just loved what she would do to Broken Arrow. You would have a festival every time there was a, a holiday. Um, the one festival you heard a lot about that was not happening in Broken Arrow a whole lot was first. There's not a whole lot of venues for small bands to go and right. play, so we started there. Uh, that took off really well. Had a lot of good feedback from that, and then it grew to well. All of us are music lovers. Austin's a great musician. Buds a phenomenal musician. <laughs> Um, our assistant brewer can play the anything you hand him, so we're like, music's our thing. That's one of our many pillars we're gonna kind of drive. So we stepped back, kind of looked back, and then things just started falling into play. Uh, met Miles he, Williams and some of those guys, and started. Yeah, Jason
2: together. makes that sound pretty easy, but I. <laughs> so for like the one year anniversary, this is like six months ago, and I was like, guys, you know I have a lot of crazy requests I ask everybody, but. I was like, I think, you know, for our one-year anniversary, let's have a couple bands outside. You know, we always have, you know, we pay local musicians. Like Jason said, we all play music. Just have a couple bands and do a special beer. And then I blinked my eyes. Jason's wife, my wife, Emily, uh, got involved. And then Bud, who's an amazing musician, uh, said, yeah, I think we could do this. And then now it's turned into a festival. So, um, yeah i just want a couple bands something fun but uh <laughs> they turned into something which is amazing like they've like who i just mentioned did all the work and i'm just sitting here going uh Ugh. But it's gonna be cool
1: yeah and the red dirt community is really uh close-knit and you know word travels fast so when you guys started having that venue for more live acts what was the response to that
3: the live acts in my opinion it we found the genre quickly yeah uh we had a couple guys that we're nailing the Red Dirt area, Americana kind of sound. And when they started coming in there, like you said, it started traveling to everybody. Uh, I think Emily can't even really keep track of all the emails that come through just because there's so many guys that want a shot. And we're going to give them to them and let them come out and play. And and we'll see a couple hundred people a night. So it's a good place to come in. Real nice, real kind of uh, intimate scenery. So you're real close to the, the artist. And it's a great place to really get known. There's been a lot of guys that – Coming and play they'll be on a youtube video or on our own site from somebody that posted it you know they're singing and they pan back to the background and there's people two-stepping you know if we had big enough floor there'd be sawdust down and everybody be <laughs> getting after it so i think it's brought something to broken arrow that's not been available and creating a, a spot for that
1: All right, so let's go into the details of the festival. Uh, We can run through the lineup here in a second, but we want to stress to everyone that, you know, tickets are limited, so we want to make sure that you get on them. Uh, You can go through the uh, Broken Arrow Brewing Company Facebook page or go online at uh, eventbrite.com. You've got VIP tickets that are available, so if someone is out there and wants to go, um, what does the VIP section look like?
3: So the VIP section is going to be another, um, and I don't know another word for it, so intimate again. Mm -hmm. You're going to be right next to the backstage. You're going to be right next to the stage. You're going to get catered food. You're going to get two drink tickets. Um, The catered food, you get your first food ticket on us. Um, From there, you get a um, exclusive access to the beer garden in the back, which is a nice patio, uh, covered patio, nice little area to meet and greet some of the artists. Um, Other than that, it's kind of wide open to General Mission as well. So General Mission, okay. free reign of the whole parking lot with multiple vendors. There'll be B&B marketing execution. There'll be Got Wood, Axe Throwing. Um, you'll have some hotels. Hard Rock Casino is going to be out there with their vendor tent. There'll be oil, fire, pouring some of their whiskey. Um, just going to be a, a great event, a lot of fun for everybody, every every ticket entry. so.
2: Yeah, we're going to make Broken Arrow weird, like they say Austin is. <laughs> for about 11 hours, Broken air is going to get weird.
1: That is yeah. awesome. Uh, Pretty impressive lineup that you guys have put together, too, for the uh, very first show.
2: Yeah, we're uh, extremely fortunate um, to, like, yeah, even I, I in my – Wildest dreams! I didn't think we'd get this lineup for our first year. So yeah, first uh, year,
3: three months, kind of notice. Like yeah,
2: oh hey, it's January. Let's do
3: this in in uh, June. So absolutely, we grabbed uh, those guys as quickly as we knew they were available. Um, we had one flaw, which is, I mean, if that's all that happens, that's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, uh, we we filled that pretty quickly, and uh, it's not the red dirt I'm used to, but it is an amazing. Amazing sound. Uh, yeah, starting it's, to be more Americana kind of kind of feel to some of this stuff. So
2: yeah, Jason and I, uh, our college days, we got weird with like there's some of the original Red Dirt, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Cross and cross, Stone. And, yeah, it's these guys and some of the dudes that are coming up now are just incredible. Um, and you know, like American Aquarium to Shaker shake her hands. Shaker Hems Shaker Hems like. That's yeah. the,
3: in my opinion, that's the one to look for right now. Is Shaker Hems, he's been winning a lot of awards. Yeah, early, really yeah. rising, kind of the same way one of our headliners was, um, Cody West. He was kind of rising the same roots, winning the awards that Cody was winning, and kind of got to that point. So now we're, he's dropping songs we're listening to, going. How have we not heard of this guy yet? Yeah,
1: it's no. kind of the that second or third, even third generation of, of Red Dirt now that oh, you, yeah. know, you can see yeah. kind of, you know, the, the the change even in the music coming along and from, you know, growing up and like you guys were and listening to Stony and, and a few other uh through a few other acts on there to see where it's come now. It's pretty remarkable. It is.
2: Oh, absolutely. And that's in um Sorry, I'm trying to pour beer now. Uh, <laughs> no shame to my There's game. There's no shame whatsoever yeah, to pour beer while we're on the air at all. What's What are you pouring there? Uh, that is our Golden Tiger Kölsch. Um Go Tigers. Yep. Ugh. No, I gotta say, and we love. Yeah, because we got
1: we got to clarify here because because Austin, you're you're a Union guy. I am, and Jason is a BA guy. So there's a natural rivalry. Uh, Dave Alexander, the head coach of the state champion BA Tigers, was actually up here a little uh, bit don't, ago. Don't know. I, I hooked him up with Jimmy Buffett tickets. So all right, uh, so he was he was up here picking up tickets. But uh, well, we may know yeah. a guy that could get him red dirt tickets. Yeah, too, we can. So. Yeah, as a it's, matter of fact, absolutely, absolutely. flaunt we we the ring a little. I think uh, I think we can we can probably make that work. So. Uh, uh, tell us a little bit about the two selections that you brought today.
2: Yeah, uh, so today we brought you. Uh, we were gonna bring, I wish we should have brought it, but uh, we're releasing a new beer, um, at the festival. Okay, um, it's uh, I think it's be kind of a big deal. We've we kind of done some tests in the brewery and people love it so far, but today we brought uh, our Golden Tiger Kolsch and then our Hater which is a Hefeweizen, so um. Yeah, just two quick stories. The Hater Vizen uh, we named after Bill Hader. Uh, the yeast strain we use is called Stefan, one of his characters. So uh, we're a huge Bill Hader fans. So shouts
1: out to his dad, who's a huge listener of mine.
2: Oh my goodness, uh, I'm a huge fan of you, sir, because you created <laughs> a, a comic genius. So yes, <laughs> uh, please come to the brewery and. Uh, tell me about your son <laughs> or bring him <laughs> back weird. It was, it was weird yeah, was when weird. I
1: met him cause I, I didn't want to be that guy. I'd be like, Hey, can you get your son on the air with me? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but it's, it's just one of those things. So, well, you, so yes. Hey, hopefully
2: we're the first person to name a beer after him. But if it gets back to him, that'd be cool. But, uh, but yeah, these are uh, two of our very uh, easy drinking beers that we'll have at the, the, the festival. Like I said, our, the, the beer we're going to release special, we're actually doing a second uh, batch of our New England IPA, which probably the most expensive beer ever <laughs> that we've brewed, um, but it's going to be pretty incredible. We haven't had a New England IPA since uh, we first opened, but that and then our special release beer that we'll uh, we will name the day of the festival.
1: Very nice. June 15th there in the Rose District is for the uh, Red Dirt Craft Beer and Music Festival there at Broken Arrow Brewing Company. I've got tickets that we're going to give away coming up uh, right after this segment as well. Gentlemen, I really appreciate you taking a few minutes to come on with me. That was already 21 minutes. It shows you that this stuff can go by in a flash. Oh, wow. That's yeah, beautiful. I know, right? Probably didn't realize it, it had no. been that long, right? Yeah. Uh, you guys should be commended. It's an awesome place. I Thank love you. the fact that you saved that building and you have given broken arrow its first ever brewery as someone that frequents downtown quite often so again thank you and uh, can't wait to look forward to seeing uh multiple years in the future of what this festival looks like yeah, cheers. Cheers. cheers cheers to you guys as well we'll take a time out to come back with more next year on the buzz
0: it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win